Welcome to Destiny Moments with Angel Murchison. Today on the broadcast, I have Alexis Grant from Woodstock, New Brunswick. Thank you for joining me today, Alexis. Thank you for having me. Well, Alexis, um, I've been trying to understand the needs and, and wants and desires and what's happening with our youth today. You're 19 years of age. Yes. And you're a born-again Christian. Yes. And tell me a little bit about how you come to know Jesus. Well, my mom's been a Christian, so me growing up in that home, I've always known who God was. And I was six or seven when I told mom that I wanted to let Jesus into my heart. And my sister and I got baptized. Um, but even, like, I've always really been into, like, God and knowing more and learning more and wanting to be who he wants me to be. Amen. I believe that according to the word of God in Psalm 139 that he has a purpose and a plan and a destiny for every life. Tell me, how has it been in your journey thus far? Um, are you from a single parent home? Is your Has your family experienced divorce? What are some things that, that you've had to come through as a, as a, from a child to, to now? Mom and Dad got divorced when I was in grade five, so I was 10 years old. And I stayed the summer with my dad in Trinity because Trinity was choosing to stay and live with dad in New Brunswick, and Mom and I were moving to Nova Scotia. So it was, you know, it was really hard to be away from my sister and my family and my friends. I missed them so much, but I did make new friends really fast, like first day of school. Um, but it was hard. I remember like a lot of, you know, nights crying to Trinity, telling her how much I missed her and how much I wanted to be with her. What was it like um, with your relationship with God? Did were you drawing closer to Him during that time, or did you did, was He a distant? Well, at that point, I was still pretty young. Like I would have been, you know, eleven and twelve, even thirteen. So at that point, I'd say I was still good. I was happy, and I, we went to church sometimes. We read the Bible. Mom would sit down and have talks with me and just to teach me more. And I'd sit there, and I'd listen, and I'd ask her some questions. So your mother was instrumental in you coming to know Jesus Christ. Yes. Tell me a little bit about some other things that um, you've had to endure as a from a, a child to, to where you are today at 19. What's some things that you've been through? I understand you went through a fire. Yeah, we had a house fire when I was five years old. I don't remember a whole lot, um, but we were left with nothing. And we lived with one of mom's friends for about a month. Um, we had our sleeping bags. I remember sleeping on the floor in a sleeping bag for a little while. And then finally we moved to the trailer. I remember them taking us to the trailer that night. And we were so happy and we were so excited. Trindy and I had a bunk bed and she got the top bunk and I wanted the bottom because I was t too scared to go on the top. Although she always kept going on the top bunk and I wanted to be up there too. So then I'd keep, have to keep calling for mom to get her to get me down because I was too scared to climb down the ladder. <laughs> well, where are you now spiritually with God? Um, what What are you sensing that He's He's drawn you to? 
I know that he's just drawing me closer to him and he wants me to keep getting closer to him. Has it been a challenge to stay in the word? Has it been a challenge to, um, the Bible says, study to show thyself approved? I know, there's definitely like been a challenge, um, but that's just because of depression. Um, just stopping me in my tracks, making me want to give up and not really caring what the, you know, what the end goal is. You know, you, but then, you, you mentioned depression. Mm -hmm. This past year we had a, a Healing Waters Conference for um, women that have had, that was struggling with depression. <clears throat> do you feel that there is something that's causing that um, chemically or do you think it's a mm -hmm. spiritual um, spiritual depression? Well, I don't, I've had people telling me all my life, you know, you sh should try getting help. You should try, like, going on medication and stuff like that. But from other people and what they've said, some people say medication doesn't help. You know, they're just kind of still in the same boat. They're not getting better, but they're not getting worse. And for me, I, I don't know what it is, but I don't want, I don't want to depend on pills to try to make me happy because I don't even know if pills will make me happy. So I definitely do think it's a mm -hmm. spiritual thing because I don't believe that pills are just going to cure me. I sometimes um, see and hear from people that have had depression that there's been underlying roots. And sometimes um, I've discovered that people don't even realize uh, what possibly is buried deep inside. And we know, but by the power of the Holy Spirit, God can reveal that. One thing that I, I know that once he reveals it, he heals it. Mm -hmm. Because his word said in Psalm 107.20, that he sent his word and he healeth thee. And he's not a, a, a God that he should lie. Um, I do think that um, growing up in families, there's not one perfect family. If you read the Bible, it's like, Ah, wow, those those families were really mixed up, weren't they? Mixed up, messed up, dazed and confused, huh? <laughs> but you know what? God, he takes and uses ordinary people that has been through things to help others. So what would you say um, to a, a, a teenager, a youth today that was struggling with depression? What would you say to them? I just always tell people not to give up, that everything will be okay someday, even though sometimes I don't believe that myself. Mm -hmm. I don't want to see anybody else feel the way I feel, you know? Like, it makes me sad to see other people's feeling how I feel because mm -hmm. I want everybody to be happy. So I just do whatever I can, give say any positive thing that I can to try to help them in that moment at least. And, you know, um, there's nothing wrong with medication. I, I believe um, sometimes medication um, God uses that other times I've seen people be healed just mm -hmm. like that um, I never tell people what to do I've, but yeah, I I tell them to to declare the word of the Lord mm -hmm. and if you look through the word there is a lot of scriptures on healing and you know I'm sort of maybe a little bit fanatical um, because I'll say to God hey God your word says and you're, you said you're not a God that you should lie. So I hold him right to his word. 
But if you don't have the word hidden in your heart, um, so when those thoughts come to renew the mind, it's hard. Um, you know, it says, taking every thought captive unto the obedience of Christ and tearing down those strongholds, every argument that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, we got to tear that down. Mm-hmm. So when sad thoughts come, we need to play worship music, mm-hmm. we need to sing, we need to, to dance, we need to do whatever um, that brings joy back to our soul. And mm-hmm. I believe that that's instrumental. Well, yeah, I think like certain music can definitely help because I remember like times when I'd be sad and I would go lay down and put my headphones in and I'd listen to some sad songs and it didn't make me feel any better, right? Like, I'm just laying there, in my sulking in my own sadness. And then Lauren Daigle came out with her new CD, Look Up Child, and those words, and, like, all of those songs just speak to me and touch me. And so now sometimes if I'm sad or mad or whatever it is, if I'm down, I'll go and I'll listen to some of those songs on that CD, the ones that, you know, really touch me the most. And... Johnny, my boyfriend, he's said to me, like, he's noticed that since I've started listening to this music, it brings me out of my sadness way faster. It could be, like, one song and I feel better, two songs I feel better, rather as before I could be laying in bed for two to five hours in silence just listening to music. Wow. I do think music is, um, it does have an effect on us. Mm-hmm. I can remember when my children were younger, um, Someone gave them some music that had words in it that just was not, wasn't edifying to anybody. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't let them keep it. I wouldn't let them play it. And um, I just really find that it's important what you listen to, what you take in, what mm-hmm. you hear. Um, tell me a little bit more. What is some of, what is a 19-year-old facing today? What What's some things that is, is, a church as a group of Christians what can we do to empower a 19 year old uh, in fulfilling their destiny I feel like positive you know positivity is always good because nowadays there aren't there aren't a lot of Christian teenagers I don't think and not many people know or understand what it means to be a Christian they have their own like idea of what a Christian is and that would that's not who we are you know like I've heard so many people say like Christians aren't supposed to judge but yet there's so many Christians out there judging but to me like you know that's not a true Christian right because a true Christian won't judge other children of God or other people because we're no better than them and they're no better than us do you think do you think God gets mad at you? Do you think that God is angry at you? Or do you see God as loving a Heavenly Father that loves you, that's watching over you? I do. I think of God as a loving God and someone who just wants me to succeed at my life. And He wants to see me do good things and things for Him and spread His love and His goodness and His kindness. Praise God. You know, that's a lot of teens, a lot of um, a lot of adults, a lot of youth 
think that God gets mad every time that you mess up or you do something wrong that he's just going to, you know, come. Get, come at us and, right. get, and get mad. No, I think sometimes he does allow bad things to happen to us, but that's to teach us or to, you know, like. I think sometimes. Just to help us realize things. I think sometimes we make choices that caught, there's some um, effects. But, you know, God is always good. Who mm-hmm. would ever give their son to die for us? I mean, that that is, mm-hmm. I can't imagine um, the sacrifice. So if he was willing to die for us, I can... That's what I don't, I know. I think about all the time, if he's willing to die for us, why, why is it so hard for us to give our lives for, to him? Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about wh- what you experience in relations with other um, teens in your age and friends. And um, is there a big draw for like alcohol, drugs, sex? You know what? What's yeah, the I would definitely say you know there's a lot of teenagers most of them are still into like partying and doing drugs and all the bad stuff how do you avoid the pitfall i i mean i don't go to parties i don't need i don't need that stuff like how did you strengthen your uh, how did you just strengthen yourself to go the other way well i mean like in high school i i I tried it, and it doesn't do anything. You don't, you don't need those kind of things to have a good time or to have fun. You can have a good time all by yourself. It just depends on how you are. You know what you do. If you're gonna be positive and make fun, you do it. Tell me what your future looks like. What does that look like? What's some things that you're your in, on your dream board what are you dreaming for the future what plans do you have what do you sense god god calling you to what's the next steps goals i really feel like i will be going to this cosmetology school in mm-hmm. fredericton before i was just stressed and depressed and just confused mainly about like money you know just stressed about money not having money to look after myself and to support myself take care of myself i don't want to ask other people for things you know i've never been the kind of person who likes or who can ask people for things it's hard for me to ask people for things so i was just so stressed of going before because i wasn't certain that i would be able to take care of myself but now whatever it is i just I feel peace and that this is the right thing that I need to do that I need to go to this school because I've loved makeup all my life I mean it's not everything but it's still a big part of who I am and it's what I'm good at right you want to do what you enjoy Mm -hmm. Um. some like I like making other people feel good and doing other people's makeup and whatever like whatever else makes makes you feel good you know when you get your makeup done you get your hair done you feel good and i i love i love that that's true 
so by going to this uh, cosmetology school will open <clears throat> some doors for you um, what steps are you gonna take to keep strong as far as when you come back into community with others that are doing drugs and alcohol and, and doing things that maybe you're not um, going to participate in, mm -hmm. how are you going to strengthen your resolve not to, to, to go down that path again? Because I keep thinking about all the lost souls going to hell and it's just very saddening to me and makes me want to cry all of the time when I think about it. And So you have want, a heart. Yeah, I, don't want my soul to go there. You you have a heart to win people to Jesus. I want to, yes, I really do, especially lately, whatever it's been like there's just been so many suicides and deaths with teenagers lately and each one that keeps going by it's hit me more and more and more. It's Talk making to me, me about more that. sad. Why why are they committing suicide? Why are they losing hope? What is it? Well I know like there's there's been two suicides and there's been one murder. Um, but suicides, just one girl, she, um, she had, what's it called, BPD, bipolar mm -hmm. personality disorder or whatever, yeah. and she actually, like, admitted herself to the mental health place, like, a few years ago, and I remember her making this Facebook status, and she said, like, after four days, they were ready to release her, and she was like, no, like, I'm not okay. And they still, you know, they let they her go. Her. They released her. So I think there's definitely, like, a lack of whatever in the mental health. Like, you know, they need to do more. But also people, you know, not knowing God and listening to the enemy's lies of everything that he's saying that they are and everything that they, they're not, everything that they won't be, or, you know, whatever it is that, the lies that he's telling them, and they're believing, and thinking that, you know, they'll never be happy, and that they're going to be in this place forever, but. You know, you, you hit on something about lies we believe. Again, um, do you hear sometimes, just like, you're not beautiful, you're not pretty, or you're too thin, you're too fat, you're, um, do you hear, like, sometimes that kind of stuff going on around you and it makes you feel uh, inadequate in the in, like, i'm talking about not maybe you in particular okay. but that whole just like you, other people right the whole group yeah like i remember in high school and just seeing how other kids could be treated or other kids could be looked at or talked to and i didn't like it i don't you know i want us all to be treated the same and i n never really understood why everyone couldn't just be kind to people Mm. Mm. Do you think that by writing out lies we believe, like even as an adult, <clears throat> I mean I had someone very close to me before say things like, you're so fat, you're so ugly, nobody would ever love you, who would ever want someone like you, those things, and um, every now and then those thoughts would come back to mm -hmm. me, and I have to take the word of God and say, those are lies. Mm -hmm. um, God says this about me. And we don't have a lot of, it doesn't seem like it's, it's penetrating into that age group of high school, junior high school, that, that they're really, 
solid in who God created them to be. Is that, would you say that's accurate? Um, I feel like a lot of people don't even believe in like destiny or anything like that in high school. I remember in grade 11 in sociology, we had that talk about like if we believed that, you know, we all had a destiny. Right. And there was a lot of people who were like, no, you know, like I believe we make our own destinies. So. Well, the Bible says um, man makes our plans, but God orders our footsteps. And so we do have to make plans and, mm -hmm. and we all have dreams and, and goals. Like, like the goal you have about going to cosmetology school. But I do believe that we all have a, uh, a destiny. Mm -hmm. um, I do too. And I believe that God has a purpose and a plan and a destiny for every life. And You know, Alexis, I know that with God all things are possible. And so if people will believe, they will receive according to the Word of God. But they have to believe it's we can have hope and we can have desire but it's when we believe yeah when we have faith faith is what's gonna push us mm -hmm. so tell me a little bit more um about your family and how what impacted your 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 mother your family sisters grandmother Christian, did that all impact you to make a decision to follow Christ? It definitely impacted me. It never really felt like it was a choice, you know, like, not that they weren't giving me a choice. It's right. just, I I just knew that that's what I believed in. Right. Yeah. The Bible says, train up a child in the way they should go. And when they were older, they would mm -hmm. not depart from it. So just the more like, you know, you hear about God and all just everything. It's just I sit here and I just think like how how could you not want to believe in that? You know? Do you have anything that comes to mind about like a God story that that what God did for you? Something that you could say, This was God. Oh my it's so funny. It's gonna be a small thing and it's it's funny. But scan with makeup there was this highlight palette and I wanted it and I also wanted to get it for my sister last year for Christmas and I was going up to Fredericton to get my tonsils removed so before we went to the hospital we made a stop and there was two left two palettes left wow and I don't it just hit me I'm like this is God you know because I wanted one so bad for me and I wanted one so bad for Trinity and we were like I was so worried that they weren't going to be there, that they were going to be all gone, and they weren't. There was two left. You know, God knows the number of hairs on our head, according to his word, and he knows the desires of our heart, and he gives us those desires. Mm -hmm. I remember one time having a need. I needed a winter coat, and um, I walked into the Salvation Army, and um, I w it was going through a transition in my life, and it was a difficult time. And right there before me was the most beautiful winter wool coat that I have ever owned for $3. I was so excited. Um, and I sported that for about two winters. And, you know, God is good. And he will meet the needs of his people. 
and give you the desires of your heart, mm-hmm. makeup included, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, um, Alexis, I always like to end the broadcast with prayer, and I thank you for taking the time to, to talk to me today about, you know, some of the, some of what's going on in, in the youth, and, um, you know, my heart is to see the next generation rise up and, and fulfill the, the purpose, and you guys are our future. So would you pray for our, our listeners today? Sure. So are we praying, like, for... Just for um, mm-hmm. the youth, whatever, what, however you would like to, um, to pray, Alexis. Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day, and I ask, or I thank you for all of our family and our friends, and I thank you for protecting us. Lord, I just pray that we as Christians can save as many people as we can before we pass on. And Lord, I just pray that you open up everybody's eyes to see that you are real, to just show them that you love them and that you are real because they need to know. We all need to know before it's too late. I just pray that you keep protecting us and you keep your hand upon us and you keep the angels encompassed around all of us. And I thank you for everything that you've given all of us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Alexis. And thank you, listeners, for joining me today. Tune in again next week for another broadcast of Destiny Moments.